What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 399th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. My jaw hurts still, but what? Greg is Why? here. I think Why I. Why did you? I what ate did some, you do? Because uh, I'm a monster, and I ate some stale Skittles. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't okay. stop eating okay. them, and then I think I popped my jaw from it. What? How how long did you have these Skittles? Let's and not talk about that. That that that, that taste. Skittles uh, are an eternal food. Yeah, no, they're, they're like still pe- good. They're just a little, they're just a lot harder than they should be. You you are such a trash panda. I know. Look, they're on my Look, they're on my going on? I had one. I was like, oh, that was kind of hard. And then I was like, well, what if I just had another one? Okay. What if that turned into like half the bag? <laughs> you literally live around the corner from a convenience <laughs> store where you could very easily pick up a fresh bag of Skittles. I don't I know. Skittles, Skittles you're, aren't that expensive. You're wagering that that convenience store has fresh Skittles. Oh, oh! There's Skittles one are a thing hot it seller. has. I mean, if it doesn't have Skittles, it's going to have some other fruit flavored based candy. Runts. Runts? Nobody wants runts. Oh, everybody wants runts. Oh, Banana runts, no, best runts. Runts. Greg's here, Will's here. Yeah, I had something funny I was going to say, but then I forgot what it was, so y'all suffer <laughs> till next week. <laughs> something about sunshine and... Ha- oh, yes, I was going to say, <laughs> life is full of many tiny frustrations, but you, if you greet them all with a cheerful disposition, then they have failed, and you can relish in their failure. There's your wisdom for the week. So, like Skittles? Yeah, no. They, they, Stop. Sure. But if you say, yeah, I hurt my jaw with them <laughs> busted Skittles. <laughs> with them busted Skittles. With a, if you say it with a smile, then that whole effort of those yeah. busted Skittles to ruin your day has been destroyed, and you've ruined their life and made them miserable. I mean, apart from the fact that you can't smile because you broke your jaw eating busted old Skittles. Look, if you're smiling with your jaw, you're doing it wrong. The smile is all about the lips. You smile with your whole face or you're not smiling. No, that's Every how you ounce get wrinkles. has to work. That's how you get wrinkles. That's how you live a good life. Ugh. Those laugh wrinkles. A wrinkle life. Not as much news this week as <laughs> the last eight weeks. We're, we're in really, the quiet time. We're, yeah, we're in the quiet. Ever since Sword and Shield, uh, we, were, we felt like we were drowning in news, but this is a little bit of a lighter week. We got some news to go through, and then next week is our 400th episode. Pretty big milestone. The 400th spectacular. So if you're (laughs) listening to this on YouTube right now, you can leave a comment and a question for the 400th episode. And if you visit our subreddit, leave a question slash comment on the episode thread when it goes up. And uh, we already have a bunch of really great questions from last week uh, that we will merge with questions from this week. And... Uh, if you want to do the phone number thing, that will be inserted in one of the break music things that we have, so stay tuned for that. Well, we're just going to jump right into news, only because I want to close my phone, and this is the only way I can read this news from my phone. What? Well, because I Oh, t- no. Something's been canceled. There you go. Oh. It's the ball pit. It's not the ball pit. Let's <laughs> just jump into news here. <laughs> This is uh, some Pokemon home news. Ooh. So good thing I took a screenshot of it because once this maintenance completed, they deleted the maintenance message. 
Uh, good thing I screenshot. Is this about the hey, get your Magirna? Kinda. Um, so this was posted on March fourth, and it says, "Thank you for using Pokemon Home. This message is to inform you that your system maintenance has been scheduled for the following time period. During maintenance, all features of Pokemon Home will become unavailable, and that is between one thirty to eight UTC on March sixth. So this just happened. It says the fix would be." In all bold, in all underline, a fix for the issue with the gift presented to players who have completed their national Pokedexes before 11 a.m. UTC on Friday, February 14th, 2020. There were issues with previous gifts that were distributed, and so the correct gift will be sent to eligible players' gift boxes after maintenance concludes. Those who already received an incorrect gift should see changes made to their data to fix the situation. I have a lot of questions. Uh, sure. Why don't you uh, hit me with your question? Okay. If we are... Okay. What was the incorrect gift? The, <laughs> did it give you like a, a, a sun curd? The incorrect <laughs> gift was uh, regular Magirna. Oh. Not so. Magirna of other color. You were supposed to get a shiny Magirna? No, you were supposed to get original form Magirna. Oh. Which is not, not shiny. Not Pokeball Magirna. That is Pokeball Magirna. Original what? Original, like original form is- all over again. <laughs> yeah. Original form is the Pokeball one. And then Magirna from Sun and Moon is the s- silver and pink one. And then the Magirna from the anime- that Lily has is the shiny silver and pink one. And then the black and gold one is the shiny of the original form of Girna, which is the Pokeball one. That all made sense, right? No. <laughs> We're all following. If Not. only I made a graphic to clearly lay this out for people. Because of Magirna? Yes. Uh, I put it on Instagram, I put it on Twitter, because a lot of people thought that the Pokeball Magirna was the shiny Magirna, but it's not the shiny Magirna. But that, so if you complete your Poke, if you get all 890 Pokemon, and I get this all Only the time, I say, I say, if you get all 890 Pokemon, and the first question is from everyone is, does that include mythicals? If you get all 890 Pokemon, every single one, from 001 to 890, which is Californex. Nope, it's Eternatus. And if you have them all in Pokemon Home, you are supposed to get a original form Pokeball-looking Magirna. But it's been broken. Some people got regular Magirna. And some people got eight regular Magirna. And some people got, like, four regular Magirna. And some people got Magirna, regular Magirna, with a uh, <laughs> the happy birthday ribbon on it. <laughs> I didn't why? believe that until they provided me a screenshot. Uh, I don't. I don't know why, because it was obviously broken. Some people have gotten the original form Magirna by shifting their boxes left and right to trigger it. But in this what? update, in this maintenance update that they since removed, because I guess maintenance was complete, it does say. Uh, there is an issue where the system failed to correctly recon- recognize whether a Pokedex was, and then it gets cut off because I didn't take a screenshot of the rest of that. But ultimately, I'll sum it up because I remember reading it. 
pretty much in this maintenance update, it says that they are aware that there's an issue where Pokemon Home is not recognizing a complete Pokedex. So therefore, it doesn't give you original form Magearnit, even if you have a complete Pokedex. And so in this up maintenance update on March 4th, the bottom of it says we've acknowledged that the Pokedex is not registering all the Pokemon and we will fix this in a future update. So this is the first time they've acknowledged that some people are not getting their Magearna because the Pokedex isn't registering. But as of right now, Pokemon Home is updated to 1.0.10, which should be your latest version. And uh, that server update has been implemented. I don't think so. I guess we'll have to find out if you're in Slack or Discord uh, or on Twitter. If you want to let us know if you didn't get original Magearna the first time and you got regular Magearna, did they take your original Magearna away? Did they give you a new one? Did you still not get it? Um, I actually don't have a large enough pool to figure that out. I've been told by one person that they got eight original Magearna or eight normal Magearna, the silver ones, and... They didn't take How did them they away. Get eight. Yeah, I don't know because it was broken. I don't look. I don't. I have I mean, no Magirna because I haven't tried to get the Pokeball Magirna yet. I mean, I it's still is saying that I've only completed three days of home, so I'm waiting for that fix to which go. Which is in. weird because mine, like four days in, said I had completed ten days of home. So. <laughs> You're, yeah, you're obviously not trying hard enough. Maybe I, clearly, even though I'm I'm in it all the time. Yeah, it's interesting how the server sees different phones at different days. Because I've I've been at five days of using Pokemon Home since like day two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sent I even sent them a I I sent in a bug report saying, "Hey, this broken," and they've not gotten back to me. I am curious if by the po- time this podcast goes up, I'm pretty sure every Monday evening an update for Pokemon Home has come out. I'd have to look at the calendar, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure ten point the one point zero point ten came out just hours after. Well, not hours, but like twelve hours after our podcast came out. And it seems that every Monday evening an update is available. So I don't know. Maybe uh, I mean, again, we've talked about this before. Pokemon Bank was out for seven plus years in that lifetime only got four updates you know pokemon well, they needed four <laughs> pokemon they home made, they they made no wild promises with bank <laughs> oh, no pokemon. exactly pokemon home has been out for about a month now and uh it just caused a thousand more headaches it's, <laughs> it's had um it's had about 10 updates I actually like the way they do the wonder trade. I like how it's pretty much, it seems like it's twice a day. You put Pokemon in in the morning, you get new Pokemon in the afternoon, you put Pokemon in in the in the evening, you wake up to Pokemon in the morning. It seems that's that's the system it's doing. I mean, it's probably possible to get Pokemon, the wonder trade, to probably trigger three times a day, but they seem to be activating it on some sort of schedule. Yeah. I haven't done it in a bit. I almost feel like Pokemon is against people having like non-randomized trades anymore because in the past week, um, I had to trade some Pokemon with a friend of mine, and the conversation went like this. 
can we trade our Pokemon in Pokemon Home? I said, no, Pokemon Home doesn't support remote trades. And they said, well, what about the room trade? I was like, no, that's not for two people. It doesn't work. We have to do it in Sword and Shield. And then we went in Sword and Shield, and it literally took us an hour to get the codes to match up. Uh-huh. I literally... Were you connected I, to the internet, or did, were you I, connected locally? Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, internet. I'm connected locally, and I'm like, I can't find nope, you. Nope, nope, nope. And, and it's like I matched with codes with other people before I matched with my friend. And I'm like, this Well, you got to stop using ridiculous. 1112. I use 5889, so... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who... Stop, everybody else, stop using 5889. I, That's mine. I have my own secret code that, uh, that has worked every time. Yeah, my code has worked every time, too. What's your code? I'm not telling you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my secret it. code. The ISC secret code. Here it is. 0118. It's just Irene's birthday. <laughs> ah. But no one starts off with a zero because the zero's at the bottom. People yeah. always start off with a one because they're lazy. Life hack. There you go. Zero one one eight. Also, Goldine's Pokedex number. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was in. Uh, I was in Boston. Boston. Uh, you were having a tea party. A car. I was getting my credit car. Were you getting chowder? Chowder. I love Boston accents so much, Greg. <laughs> I really do. I know you do. I'm such a sucker for it. Uh, but I met multiple people, and thank you for saying hi to me at PAX. Uh, I really appreciate it. You were at PAX for a half a second. I was. I was. But the entire every time I walked away from the person and I got back to my friend's house, uh, I was staying with Nick, who does the music for the show, uh, I was like... Oh dang! I could have used Pokemon Home, and I could have traded people. I could have done. I've never. I haven't done the GPS. <laughs> you can trade Pokemon. You can't trade people. That's illegal. Uh, I didn't Not do the attitude. whole stand next to the person and trade with them thing, and I forgot. I've so. done it. Is it cool? It's it's exactly the same like every other <laughs> trade sequence. All <laughs> right, mean, never mind. If you've done it in Pokemon Go, you've done it in Home. Is that like there's like. A special screen that says, hey, you're finally near somebody. Congratulations. It's Let's trade these balls. Heck yeah. So I'm about, let, let's do a Pokemon Home update. I'm about 60 Pokemon away from 890. I'm missing, uh, uh, I actually have them all, but I, the Pokemon that I'm, that I, the 60 that I'm missing are, are all, that I, I do have, I have them in black 2, white 2, but I can't move them from black 2, white 2. Because I'm trying to get a complete Pokedex in that game because I want the shiny charm, which was introduced in Black and White 2 in that game first. So I can't commit to moving those Pokemon. So I have to re-catch those 60. So I'm missing I'm missing a lot of middle evolution starters. Uh, which, you know, I have Embors, I have Samurots, I have Typhlosions, but I can't breed them in Sword and Shield, so I have to uh, figure out how to do that in Sun and Moon and then move them up, which is fine. A little bit of a hassle, but fine. Um, I'm missing, you know, the classic Pokemon like Delcati and, uh, or sorry, not Delcati, Glammeow and, and Perugly, because they've only been available in like two games ever in the Pokemon history. <laughs> uh, and then I'm missing Landorus and Kiram are probably the two legendaries I'm missing, which I can get both those in Sword. I can b get both those in a game called Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon if I didn't move my Zekrom and Reshiram or my uh, 
Thunderous and Tornadus up into Sword and Shield. So now you I have fool. to <laughs> I messed up. So now I have to use a different copy of Sun and Moon to get the Landorus or sorry, to get a Thunderous and a Tornadus to then move to my other copy to then find a wormhole that has the Landorus. Um, so everything I'm missing, the 60 Pokemon I'm missing are, are extremely doable, but, uh, what is, what is your guys' progress on your, your complete Pokedex? So I'm still working on my living decks in Sword and Shield. Um, I, the wild area befuddles me. Um. <laughs> it's so good though. I do have, at this point, um, all of the evolutions from the Lake of Outrage, except for, oh, gracious me, who comes before Espeon? Umbreon. You got Vapor Man. Flareon. No, Umbreon Jolteon. actually comes after, and I've got, it's, oh, I think Jolteon is the one I'm missing. Jolteon mm. Watch strikes yeah. again. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. it has to be the Thunderstorm over there, and that doesn't happen it. often. Yeah. And... I have to evolve a mana, but I don't have a moonstone, and it's hard to get those. I have about five hundred. You want one? I, yeah, I, I need a, a moonstone. I can yes. trade you one. Yeah, I got. I well, spent about three to... hours turbo controlling the digging guy. <laughs> yeah, just dig, dig, also... dig, dig. Do Do you do the pick up the stone in the lake of outrage outlet? Yeah, you can't get a moonstone. You can't get okay. a moonstone from there. No, those are just the fire water. No, you can get pretty much get, everything else except everything for a moonstone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Moonstones, I, I think moon and sunstones, you can only get off Soul Rock and Lunatone. Mm. And the digging guys. And the digger dudes, which I don't patronize their business. I find them rather I do. sketchy. I use them whenever I remember to use them, which isn't a lot, but it happens. I had somebody ask me the other day if they thought using a turbo controller to talk to the digging duo over and over was considered cheating or if using a turbo controller to talk to careless over and over was considered cheating and i said if anything it's actually considered probably smart financially because your pro controller which is like a 70 dollar controller is only prorated for so many button presses true mm you don't want to wear out your A button just because you're trying to get moonstones from some dude. <laughs> wait, d- d- wait. There's you just the way you just said that. There's not a character in the game called Careless. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Kara Kara Liss. Kara Liss is her Kara name. Liss, she's the one the, that does the the fossils. She's the it's, one that's like, oh. ah, just give me any two fossils, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I never paid attention to her name. It's actually pretty clever. <laughs> it's it's kind of Yeah, good. it is. Um, oh, dear. Turns out, I didn't do the Volcanion event. Oh. I don't think you I have don't have a Volcanion? Let me check. Nope. Let me check my Pokemon Home that I can check on my phone, Greg. I don't have to turn on a Nintendo device in order to yeah. let you know. How do you know yeah, your phone know. isn't a Nintendo device? Let me know how that works out for you. Search. Yeah, because it, it should be an XY Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and it's in there's two, none there's of two my co- for it. There's none of my copies in there. So I'm like, I missed that one, I guess. What is like the rarest, most hard to have Pokemon? Right Zero now, Aura. Marshad or Zeraora. Really? Yeah. Because there was only one event in the United States for it. I only have one Volcanion. It is from... 
It's the Helen Vulcanion, uh, which I believe was the X and Y one. Ugh, I hate using the keyboard on my phone. Oh, I lied. There was only one Vulcanion yeah, distribution there's in the only United one. States, and it is the OT Helen ID number zero one zero zero sixteen. Yep. Holding an assault vest. It was October 10th, 2016 to October 31st, 2016. So, yeah, I missed 21 it. 21 so, days. Wait, where, I don't have that I one. find the OT in home on the phone? I have my Vulcanion up. Uh, it's right under the ability. It'll say ability, water absorb, nature, impish. Oh, OT Helen, there you go. Yeah. Yep. I missed it. Uh, Greg, when I'm standing next to you, you can borrow <laughs> it, and then uh, you can send it right on back. Although, it turns out that I thought I only had one Zero Aura. I may have found a second one hidden amongst my... Hidden amongst my many 3DSs lying around the house. Maybe you can, uh... How did I only get one of these? You know how many copies of X and Y? And I'm so mad at my I know. Myself. I, 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 I am think so confused this, too because there's lots of ones I should have when, multiples of. This had to have been when GameStop was being real jerky about giving out about multiple codes. Yeah, uh, it could have been a dumb thing too, where I got like 18 codes from them, but I only redeemed one, and then I forgot to redeem the other. Well, that, that sounds that about is, right. That's probably true. I also lost my other 3DS, and I'm pretty sure I brought it with me when I moved. So if anybody knows where it is, I please think let I me. lost my copy of Black. Mm. I could lost my copy of White too at Steve's house because he keeps conveniently forgetting to give it to me. I give it back to you. It's probably in that 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it back to you. The day before Pokemon Go Fest, because we went down early to meet up I with remember Steel, that. and uh, we got Giordano's, and then I took a picture of a Sableye in the street, and I posted it on Instagram, and then we came back, and then we went down to Go Fest the next day. I remember that night. I was there. <laughs> I, th- I was at six, I believe. Because we also met up with uh, Patrick. Yes, and the, they got a shiny Houndour. Yes. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Shiny Puchiena. Yeah, yes, I, was, that's right. I also uh, find so my um, copy of Emerald was saying, "Hey, the battery's dried out, so it doesn't do day events anymore." So I thought, "Oh, everything's stuck on there." It's not. And I finally moved my first ever Shiny Rosalia from Emerald all the way up to Bank, and now I have to get it from Bank in. How many? How also, many? Uh, how many ribbons you got on that? None. Ugh. Throw it away. No! Ribbons don't matter. Yeah, oh not everybody's also, a ribbon, dude. I love the ribbons. Apparently, I, I have somewhere in this house the Jirachi bonus disc for I the GameCube. just bought one. Why? I, you should talk to me. No, no, no. Well, M- M- Micah has one. It was one of the few games I was missing from my collection. Oh, somebody well, said they had both, and they offered to sell it to me for a discounted price than eBay. <laughs> so I took no. advantage of it. So I should be getting I, it hopefully on Monday. But yes, I am missing. I'm missing Wishmaker Jirachi. I think I have that disc in this house. So I need to figure out how to do that again. Also, I think, I think I have a whole swath of Pokemon trapped in Pokemon Ranch on my Wii U uh, that I need. That I need to rescue. I need the Mew from the po- my Pokemon Ranch. 
Why is it a special Mew? It has a different OT. I don't remember what Mew from my Pokemon Ranch. Forgive my keyboard clicks. The uh, I can't remember what her name how, is. How many do you have to have in there to get it? Nine hundred and ninety-nine. Yeah, that's why I never did it. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I could. I could just sit in Diamond and breed until I could. Fill so it up, you get two. I'm spe- not going to. There are two special Pokemon you can get by from my Pokemon Ranch. I'm so mad that I don't have somebody stole. So somebody stole Will's uh, DS. Somebody stole Greg's. I don't know what you said, Greg. Something. Nothing. Somebody stole my Wii. <laughs> I don't have it oh. anymore. Um, you threw it away. I did not throw away my Wii. Uh, I mean, my Pokemon Ranch is on my Wii U on the Wii side. Yeah. Did you migrate your Wii to your Wii U? Because then it's all there. Yeah, but I never bought my Pokemon Ranch originally. Oh. And then they closed the store so you couldn't buy it anymore. Uh, also, Miss Delaney has my Wii U right now. But that doesn't help me. I need, I need, okay, if, if, you're, if you're a listener that has my Pokemon Ranch on a Nintendo Wii and you don't want your Nintendo Wii anymore, I'm very interested in purchasing said Wii with my Pokemon <laughs> Ranch on it. Because I want to get these oh. special Pokemon. It's Haley. Her name is Haley, by the way. Yeah, her name is Haley. I also never got my Pokemon out of Pokemon Box. That's still you have work. Pokemon Box? Yeah. You have... You know how... Exp- it's a very cheap game, Greg. I will buy it off of you for $20. What? What? <laughs> Um, what do you get for Pokemon Box? My, Pokemon Box is like a, a like a six hundred dollar game right now. Okay, hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. Why is Pokemon Box six hundred dollars? Because because they printed like zero to no copies in the United States because it was a complete flop, except for the one that Greg has. And so it is Pokemon Box, not to be confused with Pokemon Bank or Pokemon Home. Uh, Pokemon Box, it's called, uh, the actual name is Pokemon Box, colon, Ruby and Sapphire. It was a GameCube game, and it was pretty much Pokemon uh, Bank before the internet existed. So here it is uh, on eBay, Pokemon Box, Ruby and Sapphire, Nintendo GameCube 2004, box and game manual, pre-owned, $510 with... 30 active bids on it. It but, ends in three but, hours. What do you get oh from it? Oh my gosh, Greg! You have it! Ah! I... Wait, did he... He sent what? a picture. He sent a picture in iMessage. Oh. oh my gosh. I can't... I told you I have it. Uh, I, I told got you that. all the good stuff. I, to- I buy all of these things. Look, I was an adult. I had my own money. I could make poor choices like buying Pokemon Box, which I did. Okay, so so now that we've talked about how Pokemon Box is worth five hundred dollars, if you go on eBay, you'll probably see my some Pokemon boxes for like fifty bucks. Those are PAL versions, uh, so they won't specifically work, I believe. With uh, they don't work with a lot of things, so just keep in mind. PAL that- meaning the um the regional what did they call that region lock region for locked Pacific or Europe Asian. and um Australia, I think. Oh, I thought PAL was Pacific Asia. I just sent you my other my other shame. Pokemon box uh list of Pokemon. There's so the cool thing about Pokemon box is you can get a skitty on it. And the skitty will know payday, and it's the only way ever that Skitty can have payday. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure my GameCube still has my Pokemon box in it. 
and my GameCube's in the other room. <laughs> but I just realized, like, I was going to hook that up. But I don't think I have a TV that accepts the plugins anymore. Oh, they make adapters for that. Yeah, they make like a you can get like a ten dollar composite to HDMI adapter on Amazon. Well, anyways, I have to check all that stuff out. I have all this. I have all these things. I have the bonus disc somewhere. I'm sure I know roughly where it is in my house. Um, I just have to look for it. But yeah, I was like, oh, I never. I also never took anything out of my boxes from Coliseum. I never took like they all just are sitting in there somewhere. So at some point when I, I don't know, have nothing to do with my life, which is never, I will have to go through and start trying to pull all these things onto cartridges that I can move to move them up. But yeah, you can borrow my box at some point. Cool. That'd be, yeah, I want to get the, I, I just want to get the special Pokemon off it. So specifically on Pokemon Box, you can get a uh, Swablu, which doesn't seem too special, except I think it learns False Swipe, which I think is exclusive to Swablu. Uh, you can get a Zigzagoon by having 100 Pokemon in the Pokemon box. That I know I do have, but I think it's still stuck in box. You can get the special Skitty. I don't know uh, what the Zigzagoon is supposed to be. It says Tackle, Growl, Tail Whip, Extreme Speed. I guess it's Extreme Speed? I think it's Extreme Speed. Yeah. So, Greg, let's make sure to put that on the list of things to bring when we don't go to St. Louis at the end of the month. Okay. Sounds good. And then the Skitty can have Tackle, Growl, Tail Whip, and Payday. So that's the only way Skitty can have payday. And then there's a Pichu uh, if you have 1,500 Pokemon in my Pokemon box, which I think that's the max. Is I think it's 1,500 for that. I think so, yeah. Which is a Pichu with Thundershock, Charm, and Surf. Uh, all of these are in regular Pokeballs, not Cherish Balls. The thing about my Pokemon Ranch, which is cool, is you can get a Fione in a Cherish Ball by depositing, I think, 250 Pokemon. Uh, with the OT of Haley, and then you can get a Mew. So for anyone that's like, oh, Mew's a $50 paywall in in, in uh, Pokeball Plus, minus the fact that they've given away Mew like six times in the United States, you can get unlimited Mews if you have my Pokemon Ranch. You just have to deposit 999 Pokemon, and then you get a Mew with a Cherish Ball OT Haley. So you can get unlimited Mews through my Pokemon Ranch. You can get unlimited uh, Jirachis through the Colosseum bonus disc. Uh, you can get unlimited Celebes through suffering six hours through Pokemon Crystal and then resetting it and then doing it again. The maximum Pokemon in my Pokemon Ranch is 1,500 as well, by the way. Uh, all these old games. What? This? Wait, where? how did we get to this conversation? Anyway. How do we get to any conversation? Pokemon Home Magirna mess up. Oh, right. That's how we got here. Are we still on that? It's been like an hour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to take a break. We got some more Sword and Shield news when we get back. So we will be right back. International Women's Day, it's super effective listeners. Welcome to an extra special edition of Maddie on the Move. As you know, usually I'm out and about for this, talking to strangers about what they think about Pokemon, but I wanted to do something different this time. In today's segment, I'm digitally on the move. I took some time to chat with my favorite Pokemon fans, my women and non-binary Poké sisters who make me feel so lucky to be part of this community every day. 
So, without further ado, here's Maddie on the Skype move, making calls from her office upstairs. Okay, let's go! Okay, so, who am I talking to right now? My name is Cody. My favorite thing about Pokemon is collecting everything. So, I am a wildlife biologist, and I really like categorizing and um, knowing all the different animals in my region. Cool! I like that, because you're, like, a real-life Pokemon trainer and catcher. <laughs> That's what I like about you. So if you had to pick, Cody, which Pokemon best identifies you, and why? Um, so I was thinking about this earlier, and I, so my favorite Pokemon is Shiny Alolan Vulpix. That's what I have as my buddy in Pokemon Go. But I think the Pokemon that I most identify with is probably Tangela. <laughs> I'm also a hot mess. <laughs> What do you like about being a girl Pokemon player? What does that mean to you? Being a girl Pokemon player, to me, um, I think my favorite thing about it has been that I'm always underestimated. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if ever I do battle people, they're always, like, surprised that I do so well. <laughs> and I'm like, surprise, girls are good at video games, too. Who am I talking to right now? Introduce yourself. I'm Carolyn, also known as best hot creature. Can you tell me, Carolyn, what you love about being a girl Pokemon player? Well, I've liked Pokemon forever since I was a small kid. So I, I grew up with it. I have a bunch of friends from Pokemon. I have way too much Pokemon stuff in my place. There's never um, too much. Sometimes when you look at how much money you spent in the Pokemon Center. <laughs> that you can just think about later. Or just never. Okay, so I feel like this might be the easiest question. Everyone else, I'm excited to hear what they say about what Pokemon identifies them the most. <laughs> who, who do you pick, Carolyn? Well, it's not my favorite Pokemon, but the Pokemon that I relate to is Pancham. Ooh, I'm surprised. Because Pancham is feisty and wants to think that it's intimidating, but actually it's just too small. <laughs> this is the best answer. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. It's really cute, too, so it's not like I don't love him. If you had to give advice to any little girls playing Pokemon right now, what types of words of wisdom would you give them? I would say there's no, like, best Pokemon or right Pokemon to have on your team. Just take whomever you like. If you want a team of all cute Pokemon, you should do it. Hello, friend. My name is Rochelle. I've known you for... At least, was it, I think I've been here for like over two years now. The first thing I knew about you is you're a champion for basically everybody, but especially the Poker Sisters channel. You're an inspiration on Slack when it comes to female empowerment and sisterhood. Can you tell me why being a female Pokemon fan is so important to you? It feels like a, a question I would be asked by my therapist. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think... I don't know if this is exactly what you're asking, but I think the angle I would probably take this at is that, like, I feel like in its sort of, like, core essence, Pokemon at least should be a space where, like, anyone and everyone is kind of welcome. Like, I think I've talked about this before, where, like, ever since the very beginning, there's been a lot of, like, gender parity in, like, the jobs of the Pokemon world, and that's always been super inspiring to me. Like... To be able to have women from the very beginning who are, like, 
nurses and police officers and the strongest trainers in the whole region like felt like it should be a very welcoming space to me for women especially I totally agree playing that when I was younger like there was never a thing of like oh you're just a girl like you're not you know part of this that had no factor in it I think you really represent that type of attitude and that thought in how you act in the Pokemon community and it's really inspiring you're inspired. I don't even know what to say to that. You say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. What Pokemon really resonates with you? Who do you identify with the most? I could probably come up with a lot of answers for this uh, if you let me figure it out every which way. <laughs> uh, my gut instinct today would actually probably be to say Glycopod. I don't know if you're expecting that. No, I was uh, not. <laughs> Because Glycopod is like, when you fight, you fight, and you fight real hard, but also sometimes you get tired and you got to tap out, and mm-hmm. I identify with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, 100%. <laughs> and also, Glycopod mostly just wants to like live in a cave and meditate and be chill. Okay, one more question. This is also another one that's right up your alley. You get to talk to yourself in the past. Rochelle picks up her first Pokemon game ever. What words of wisdom are you giving her? Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I was not expecting to go to Pokemon therapy for this little Q&A session. It's me. You know me. I love this kind of stuff. I should have expected this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I would tell myself not to ever worry about anybody who says your favorite Pokemon are silly or dumb because everybody's going to have their favorites and everyone's going to think some other ones are stupid and that doesn't mean that they're right it just means that they like different things than you because I spent a lot of time in my childhood being really upset and feeling really bad because no one liked the Pokemon I like and that made me feel like they didn't like me and that's not true. Rochelle thank you so much for talking with me tonight this was the best. Um, this is Brittany, also known as Beth Granger, 7-11, online. So is this your second International Women's Day episode? This is indeed my second. If you had to pick one Pokemon to best identify you, who would you pick? This is a hard question, but I think my answer is Bagon. Because Bagon really wants to do is learn how to fly and spends his entirety learning, trying to learn, just jumping off cliffs. And I feel like that's just how I live my life to try to get get to where I need to be. If you had to give advice to any little girls that were playing Pokemon now, what would you want to say to them? Just enjoy it. Hi, my name is Marlutra. I have they, them pronouns. I am a non-binary femme. What Pokemon really did you resonate with? Like, what Pokemon do you feel you really identify with? That would have to be the Alolan Sulphite. I'm always cold. (laughs) And I always need someone to warm me up. Uh, Not just that, I kind of am very shy, which if you've seen the the anime depictions of the Alolan Vulpix, she's very shy, standoffish, she doesn't, she's not really friendly, but she warms up to that one special person, like her trainer, Lily, um, and that's kind of me, I just take some time to come out of my shell, um, if somebody treats me with kindness and respect and generally shows an interest in me, then I'll warm up to them slowly, but surely, 
and, you know, we'll get along. Hi, I'm Kelly. Kelly, who are you? I'm a friendly little slack mod. It's International Women's Day. What does that mean to you as a Pokemon fan? Um, I love how much we all just genuinely adore all the Pokemon together. Like, there is no judgment on which Pokemon you like. Everyone is great in some way, and we all find some way to love it. Which Pokemon do you feel best represents you? Who do you identify with as a Pokemon? Because of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Has to be Ampharos. He's such a spaz. I love him. (laughs) Goofball, but he's like a little goofball. Okay, Kelly. So my little goofball. What advice would you give to all the little girls out there that are playing video games? No matter how uh, how much you think you can't beat a level or you can't get there, I promise you, you can. You're right. You're hundred percent right. Uh, Haley. So it's International Women's Day. Uh, most definitely the best day of the year. What does being a female Pokemon player mean to you? What does it mean to you be growing up as a girl playing this game? I liked that it was these adorable characters that I was able to love, and I could connect with a lot of different people over it. And there wasn't that... I, I never personally experienced the idea of, like, oh, well, Pokemon is for girls, so I'm not going to play it. It was like every time I said I was a Pokemon player, the reaction I got from males, females, and everything in between was, oh my god, who's your favorite? Rather than any kind of like, uh, oh, well, obviously you must like that because you're a girl gamer who only plays Pokemon. And and in my experience, too, like the Pokemon communities are just so incredibly positive all the time. Right. That, like, it's, it's kind of a safe space to be honest about what you like and what's fun for you. If you could pick any Pokemon that best represents you, like, who do you identify with the most as a Pokemon? I think right now in my life, I identify most with uh, Eevee because I'm, uh, I'm a whole and complete person in my own right, but I have so many options of things I can become and things that I'm able to do. So it's, uh, I, I'm an Eevee that hasn't agreed to uh, an evolution yet. Like, um, oh shoot, I forget. I forget what the episode was called. But in uh, the first season of the anime, when it's the brothers trying to convince their brother who has an Eevee to to pick which stone he wants to introduce to his Eevee, and he's like, "No, I like my Eevee as it is." That's that's me right now. Can you introduce yourself, please? My name is Jordan. What does being a part of the Pokemon community mean to you, especially in terms of International Women's Day? To me, uh, it means connecting with others and finding like-minded interests or making new friends and honestly connecting with people that you never thought you would you would talk to before, such as this wonderful Slack community I'm in with all these wonderful Poke people and women. If you had to pick a Pokemon that best represents you, who is it, Jordan? Uh, I would have to say Mimikyu. Mimikyu tries hard to change who it is. You know, it like, makes itself up every day. And, it, and even when its disguise gets busted, it may cry <laughs> a little bit, but it spends all night fixing itself and gets back up. And that's, I think that's very inspirational. Is there anything else you want to share? Any advice to Pokemon, like little kids playing Pokemon right now or anybody? 
yeah, definitely just go your own path, play the game how you want to play, make friends how you make whatever friends you want to play with, and just have fun, be yourself. Um, hello, I am Caitlin, and I've been listening to the podcast about a year. Caitlin, what about being a girl Pokemon player is so important to you? What does that mean to you? Basically, just growing up, there weren't many people in my school that were girls that were playing Pokemon, so it was just kind of me, and it's always kind of been more of a guy thing until I've become an adult, especially gotten into the Slack community and met all the lovely Pokey sisters, and now I am also getting my 10-year-old sister into Pokemon as well, and it's just super fun to raise another generation of Pokey sisters. Isn't that exciting? My my baby sister played Pokemon too and now she's pregnant and she's having a little girl and I'm just oh. so excited to be like, okay, let's get her into this. Oh yeah, that's definitely my first focus when I have kids of my own is like just forcing them into this. <laughs> Caitlin, if you had to pick a Pokemon that best represents you, who do you identify with? So I gave this a lot of thought, and I think it's going to have to be Slowpoke, (laughs) (laughs) because it always has a vacant look on its face, it takes a really long time to process anything that's happening, and literally forgets what it's doing half the time, and that's just my love. (laughs) But Slowpoke is also so lovable and cute and perfect, too. Right? My name is Lydia Flowers, and I am Madonna Flowers' uh, little sister. Can you tell me um, what being, like, a girl Pokemon fan means to you? Well, um, I get to come into it, you know, and and even though I was probably, I don't know, five years old when I first started getting into Pokemon, you know, I could still be, you know, as strong, as tough, you know, as I wanted to be, um started off like with the playing cards and then moved on to the console games so even though i was this tiny tiny little five six seven year old girl you know getting to have these huge monster pokemon you can make as strong as you want definitely very empowering and just some of my favorite memories are like up at the cabin me and you like laying in bed playing, like, Pokemon Diamond or Pearl, and, like, we named all of our Pokemon after, like, VH1 reality TV show characters. Yeah, I mean, so much of it, I mean, obviously started off with, like, the card game, but then moving on to console, it is so, like, community-based. You get to play with your sisters, or, you know, as I got older, play with my friends from school, um, boyfriends, and all that stuff. It's just fun, fun way to connect with everybody. Do you hope baby Charlotte will play Pokemon? Oh, yeah. Oh, she'll be in, She'll be into it. Totally, totally, totally. Should we buy her Pokemon cards? She's going to grow up with, obviously, it's something that's sticking around. I can see future generations getting into it just as much as, just as much as we did. Okay, so while you may need no introduction, can you please tell me who I'm talking to right now? Uh, this is Irene. And I'm Irene. <laughs> That's the best. I don't know how else to... Exp- uh, hi. Okay, Irene, it's International Women's Day, maybe the best holiday. Can you tell yeah. me a little bit why being a girl Pokemon fan is so important to you? So I've been thinking about this for the last uh, few days, I guess. And I find that 
being a woman Pokemon fan um, is important, one, just because with gaming and women and stuff like that, there's the whole uh, discourse and drama and complexity of being a female gamer by default. I think about that generally. So it's kind of just like being uh, a fan and trying not to um, make myself any certain way, just trying to fit a mold, I guess, as a particular fan, because I don't really enjoy that. It's kind of making sure that I am doing what I enjoy rather than oh, I am this, I'm a woman and I am a fan. And so I need to act this particular way. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. And it's kind of in line with, it's really neat to hear. Everyone's kind of said the same thing. Whereas it's like, if you like what you like, then screw it. Then you're allowed to, you know what I mean? Like there's no certain way to be the fan. And like with Pokemon, there's so many different parts of the game that if you like collecting, you can be a collector. If you like the cute ones, you can like the cute ones. If you like being tough, And battling, you can be into that, too. It's not, like you said, you don't have to fit a certain mold. Exactly. And compared to a lot of other games, I feel like uh, those can be a lot more linear and a lot more constricting. And what I like about Pokemon exactly is that I can play and do a bunch of stuff and then I can go away and then I can come back and there's more stuff to do i know that sometimes if you finish playing a game it's just like you're walking around trying to find stuff to do and i i don't think that's really the case ever with pokemon so i appreciate that a whole lot if you had to pick a pokemon that wasn't quite your favorite but it represented you who do you think the irene pokemon is i i can't pick uh i and i and i feel like that is the best answer for me because actually making a selection and deciding is probably OOC, which is out of character for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there are hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon, almost a thousand, and I still can't pick. Um, so so I, I can't pick. I think that's valid, and I think that's kind of interesting, too, with Pokemon. Like, I feel like you can make a Poke team that would best represent you, you know, elements of maybe six different ones. Yes. And that's another good thing about Pokemon is that you don't have to just pick one type. Exactly. I'm still, like, I'm going to try to say mine. I'm like, what, am I ditto? Like, who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's such a good answer. Right? Like, you kind of adapt to every situation. That is phenomenal. I tried it. I I told Mark, my husband, that he was like, no, you don't copy people. I'm like, no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean that you're adaptable. You change to fit the situation. Exactly. And it's also kind of like a fake it till you make it type of thing where it's like, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing and I just make it up. (laughs) It's gaming code switching. Perfect. All right, Irene, do you have any other words of wisdom or messages to pass on for International Women's Day? Slay. Continue. Continue to be your best self. And if you don't know what that is, continue to try and figure out what that is. Thank you for listening to this extra special edition of Maddie on the Move. This was by far my favorite episode to record. I hope that you found some inspiration listening to these smart, amazing, funny, strong, silly, warm women. The most common theme I heard talking to everybody was that Pokemon is such an amazing community because everyone's welcome. Like, it sounds cheesy, but the story that Pokemon tells is that you can be literally anybody, and it doesn't matter who you are, right, exactly at that moment, you have every right to earn that champion title as much as anyone else does. 
And since I asked everyone else which Pokemon represents them, I suppose I should answer too. It was kind of hard. Kelly suggested maybe I was Mawile because I act sweet, but I got a big mouth. I thought maybe I was Ditto because I like to adapt to new situations. Mm, but I think I'll pick Flabebe. My maiden last name is Flower, so I'm definitely fond of a floral theme. And I'm a person who loves using herbs and flowers for strength and taking advantage of their hidden healing properties. I thought it was fitting. Plus, it's just really cute. And one of the reasons why I love Pokemon, it's really cute. All right, that's it from me. Hope everyone has an amazing International Women's Day. And we'll see you next time. Bye. This is off Pokemon.com. Battle with more Gigantamax Pokemon in ranked battles in the March season. Compete now with uh, in the ranked battles March season, Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield. It is the fourth season. It began in March and it will run through all of March. You are allowed to use Gigantamax Pokemon such as Charizard, Butterfree, Pikachu, Meowth, Kingler, Lapras, Eevee, Snorlax, Corviknight, Orbeetle, Dreadnought, Holossal, Flapple, Appleton, Sandaconda, Toxtricity, Scorch, Hatterene, Grim Snarl and Alcremie may all be used. If I did not say your favorite Gigantamax Pokemon, it cannot be used. I mean, that's probably a shorter list at this point. Uh, what, Caparaja, Gengar, Machamp, probably some there other ones go. I'm not remembering. I don't know. I, I, I have such a hard time with the whole Gigantamax thing. It's like, I wish they made it easier to tell just when you're looking in your boxes of like, which one's the Gigantamax oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Ones right. That's why I use the, that's why I mark them with the red circle. Oh, oh we're you not getting on system. this again. <laughs> this hot garbage marking system you have. Uh, you will be matched up to players similar to your rank. When the season concludes, you will earn battle points, ability capsules, bottle caps, etc. Have fun battling. We've talked about this before, but I feel like I get this question a lot on Twitter or or Twitch or whatnot of like, how do you have so many battle points? If you make it to master rank in a season, and a season is, you know, a month, so beginning of the month to the end of the month, if you make it to master rank in singles or doubles, you will get rewarded with 600 battle points. And if you do it in both, you get 1,200 battle points for, you know, 600 plus 600, 1,200. And this has been available since the start of the game. So if you're, you know, if, you, if, if you're trying to get in competitive or you're, you're going through the tower, you are rewarded. I think the, the reward is awesome. I think 600 battle points for, you know, just making it to master rank is a pretty great reward. It is possible, too, to have more losses than wins and still make it into master rank. It's possible that way. Wait, so there's no more special berries? The The... Special berries in the game code are given to you through the battle tower, not through ranked battles. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I did make my own team. If you, so you can make it to master rank with a rental team. You don't have to spend hours or uh, days, you know, trying to build your own team and EV train it and get the right abilities and stuff. You can. Rent a team, and I did that for the first three seasons. I rented a team. I have built my own team now, which I am going through the March season with. I will put that team in the show notes. It's uh, the the whole gimmick of the team is that you have a Mudsdale, which has the ability Oblivious. I think is what it call it's called. So it cannot be confused. It cannot have its stats lowered from Intimidate. 
And then you use Grimmsnarl with Prankster, and you use Swagger on the Mudsdale to increase its attack plus two or plus four or plus six, how many times you Swagger. And then you Dynamax the Mudsdale, and then it just wrecks house. And Grimmsnarl can also set up Light Screen or Reflect. As we learned from those awful Mewtwo raids, yes. Yes, Light Screen and Reflect, yes. So if you don't want to build a team and you want to try out my team to try to climb Master Rank doubles, uh, that team will be in the show notes for you to uh, check out. If you have any questions you know, about the other Pokemon, feel free to ask me too. But that is underway. Speaking of competitions, this is off Polygon.com. Pokemon Sword and Shield now have a Great Ball guy. What? Yeah, great ball guy. So there I will never be. Got the ball guy T-shirt. I did. It's cute. You did you sign up or forget to battle? Correct. Got it. <laughs> uh, you can register for the 2020 International Challenge from uh, for April from March 26th to April 9th. The reward is. A ball guy T, but uh, he is a great ball instead of a Pokeball. Uh, the online double battle competition will be between April 10th to the 12th, and you can earn points for the qualifying world championship. Uh, this, you cannot use a rental team. Uh, you have to use your own team. No rental teams allowed, but signups will be end of March. We'll remind you when that happens. Competition is April 10th through 12th, so you got plenty of time. Um, you only have to do one battle to earn this shirt. Uh, you do have to sign up before the battle start, and you do have to do one battle, win or lose, in order to earn the shirt. But if you do place high enough, uh, you will get actual championship points towards an invite to the world championship, which, as of this podcast, has not been canceled or delayed. Yeah, well, correct. Well, well, it's not until the fall, August. Yeah, they got time. They have time, yes. Uh, this is off Pokemon.com, though. Update on the 2020 Pokemon European International Championships. The safety and well-being of our community, both competitors and organizers, is our top priority. While we'll prefer never to see an event get postponed or cancel, out of an abundance of caution and by the current recommendations set forth by the public health officials, we have canceled the 2020 European International Championships we want to thank the Play Pokemon community for their continued interest in the competitive events and appreciates everyone's support and understanding during these unique circumstances. Please see Pokemon.com slash US slash Play Pokemon or follow at Play Pokemon on Twitter for more updates on Play Pokemon events. If you have additional questions, you can contact Pokemon Customer Service. What Play Pokemon events are canceled due to... How do they say this? COVID-19 coronavirus. COVID. Coronavirus. It's corona. What is it? C-O-V-I-D. So it's coronavirus. I can't remember what the D is for 2019. For the events directly organized by the Pokemon Company International, we will examine each event by a case-by-case basis. Information by the latest updates issued by the appropriate government and the uh, World Health Organization recommendations. Currently, there are no plans to postpone or cancel any of the 2020 Pokemon North America International Championships or the 2020 World Championships. Although there was like a rumor saying that the World Championships was going to be canceled. Like somebody tweeted about this. Uh, This is literally off Pokemon.com. Currently, there are no plans to postpone or cancel both the International 
North American Championships or the 2020 World Championships. So I'm not sure where that rumor got started. However, we are closely monitoring the situation and keep we will keep the community updated in real time on our website and on Play Pokemon Twitter. Should circumstances change, we strongly advise attendees, volunteers, and organizers to follow guidelines and protocols issued by the World Health Organization regarding health and wellness attending mass gatherings. Next question is, should I be concerned about COVID-19 at Play Pokemon events? While we have no reports directly linking any cases of the virus with our events, the safety and well-being of our community, both competitors, organizers, is our top priority. We strongly advise all attendees, volunteers. Okay, so just repeating what they said earlier. If you want more information, Pokemon.com or uh, support.pokemon.com for that. So the question is what we keep asking ourselves too is Niantic going to cancel the upcoming Safari Zone in two and a half weeks here? And when is Pennsylvania Safari Zone in... May? The first week of May, I think. So that's a little yeah. farther away. The bigger one is the, the bigger concern is literally the one in two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I and think... even even if it's not canceled, I don't know that I want to go. <laughs> You'll be fine. I, I do think the okay, so the two things that kind of correspond with this is from what I've been reading, and since I work for a large international organization, we have to kind of be responsive to this ourselves that the peak season like where there probably will be the largest distribution of this particular virus or viral infections is going to be late march early april which is when the st louis event is scheduled to happen um and what i've also heard from a medical type <laughs> a, me- a medical type person i want to say a, a physician but not a virologist so this is maybe a little less than accurate but that these type of viruses don't survive well in warmer temperatures so in may when it starts to get warmer that we'll have fewer infections just because this virus doesn't do well in we warmer may. temperatures there's still a lot they don't know right true like this is this is very very new. It's got a long incubation time, so it's been very hard to track. So it's hard to say exactly what's going to happen, but like as another large international company, I'm banned from traveling for company reasons. They have stopped and canceled all traveling and a number of teams are being forced to work from home. It's a big deal, and I would really like something from Niantic soon. Yes, agreed. Yeah, it's uh, funny because I talk to so many people every day through through Twitch chat, and I feel like well, Milwaukee- that's one way not to catch a virus. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very safe through Twitch chat. Uh, it's funny how Milwaukee has feels like the opposite of the rest of the world in this, uh, and I, I I'm not downplaying you know other cities or other states. But I, I have gone out recently. I did Dark Cry this weekend. Went to a couple of grocery stores. You know, we still have plenty of hand sanitizer. No one's stocking up on water. There's plenty of, like, everything. And it just seems like uh, my wife and I were at the mall yesterday, and there, it was just packed. And the entire time I was thinking, like, okay, 
Uh, uh, as soon as I get back to my car, I'm going to douse myself in hand sanitizer. As soon as I drive home, I'm going to wash my hands. Uh, I'm going to try not to touch anything. Because uh, I just went there to do a Reggie Gigas raid and then leave. But, like, it just... From talking to people who work at Walgreens in other country or in other states or or Targets or Walmarts in other cities, it just sounds like they're out of everything. And probably because there's... I think there hasn't been a case in Milwaukee at all yet, but it just seems like Milwaukee is like this other part of the world country where there's like not a care in the world here. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, around me, I haven't noticed any runs on anything. So. Oh, see, we live in the city. My family who lives out in the suburbs are sending pictures of all the panicky people in their suburban, suburban world who... Part of the reason why you're out in the suburbs is because you don't see people, but their targets, <laughs> their targets are cleared out. And like, we just went shopping today and all of our stuff is fine. It's like all of these panicky people out in the suburbs are like, oh, I might run into somebody. I better buy 50,000 things of toilet paper. It's like, get real. We've had one confirmed case in Minnesota and that person was very smart. And self-quarantined themselves. And they were in St. Paul. So yeah, really, so. I'm the only one who's at risk. Yeah. Also, who's buying <laughs> toilet paper? You get a bidet. Oh, no. no. You couldn't even get that to work. Um, I, got, yeah. I have a working bidet, Will. And also, I want to, I never got to use it. Uh, I want to, what is it, call out when, when you have to say a malfeasor, give, give name to malfeasance. Uh, listen lifetime fitness i leave my house once a day i literally spend my entire day alone leave my house go to the gym and come back home how did i get the flu last week your membership has issues <laughs> we played magic like two weeks ago oh true don't blame your gym although you can blame lifetime because they're kind of garbagey people but Ooh. Yeah, uh, Irene. Uh, Irene and I are trying to plan a trip in in mid May. So, mm. get get those plane tickets while they're cheap. <laughs> Before, yeah, we've booked some stuff. It's all it's all technically refund refundable, and I don't think I would ever book an international flight without some kind of insurance slash. Uh, you know, these tickets. Are, I would never book an international non refundable flight. Let me reword it that way. <laughs> So I don't think we're specifically worried about getting sick. We're both, you know, we we're both young and very healthy and uh and whatnot. I think we're more worried about going to a place and everything just being closed. I think that's that's yes. the worry is yeah. like we you know, so, you travel you know a thousand miles and you're finally there and uh the theme park or something is is closed for, you know, a month or a week or a weekend or that's that's what we're really worried about and you know yeah. if we have to delay or cancel our trip that that's fine uh it's just totally understand so the company that makes vanguard um basically in japan have told people to stop having shop tournaments for the trading card game and they have set up a discord where people can go on the discord and set up matches where they do like which was what I do for playing Vanguard. They like you take a webcam and just point it at your playmat, and then you do matches that way. 
and they're literally giving promos and everything and they're giving face masks to all the card shops so that people don't go to the card shops to play. Yeah, yeah I think I, it's I mean I I think it's smart to just have people work at home for the next month or delay school or or whatnot. It's I mean I've been saying work at home since September. <laughs> you have been working home since September. So, I don't know. I guess the only thing we can do is monitor it, but we're not a we're not a health podcast. Heck no. Uh wash your hands, be safe. Get a bidet. This is off uh, original Stitch. Uh, Johto Fabrics coming to uh, the dress shirts. They've been announced. You can see a couple of them on the original Stitch website. They have a tab for Kanto. They have a tab for Johto. Uh, they have like a Slow King, a Quagsire, Skip Loom, Togepi, Starters, Giraffe Rig, Deli Bird, Smeargle. They have... Um, some of the designs you can see early. Uh, it looks like they, they still have every Kanto design. I know some of them were uh, sold out for a while, but it looks like they're all back in stock. I really want to get one of these shirts, but man. Don't waste your money. You'll never wear it. 100 bucks for a dress shirt is not ridiculous. It's Oh, the Oddish one is actually sold out, oddly enough. I can always get it tailored, like I can always get it fixed, but ideally you want to order it right the first... The, the thing is, every dress shirt fits slightly differently depending on brand. Yeah, and some of them have French cuffs, which you're scared of. Yeah, I don't like the French. Mm-mm. I mean, those are regular cuffs. Uh, so that's that's an update there on Original Stitch. I mean, I don't care. There's no Dunsparce pattern yet, so... Johto's coming. I know, but it's not there yet, so snooze. Wake me up when it's when it's hoeing. PokemonCenter.com stocked some more stuff here after Pokemon Day, oddly enough, but there is an Alcremi, Yamper, and Duraludon. Or maybe it's Dur it's either Duraludon or Duraludon. I want to say it's Dura, because it's supposed to be I Durable. Say it's Duraludon. Durable, yeah. Yeah. Durable. I, that's what I think. Those three plushes are now available. They also added the Galar Journey Begins figure, which I think I might actually order, which is a cute little uh, Galar starter statue. And then they yeah, added Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Oh boy, I'm not getting it. I was gonna. Those, this is gonna be my question to you guys: Did either of you pick up Mystery Dungeon? I didn't. I played it the first time, and I'm not. I like the series, but I'm not, like, the last couple have been not fun for me to play. Like, I don't remember which is the last one that just came out, but I didn't even finish it. And I was like... Super Mystery Dungeon? Yeah, or whatever it was. And, it's just, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, I didn't even finish the last one. Do I really want to pay $60 to play a remake of the game that I'm not that into right now? Um, since I'm still on the fence about Animal Crossing, which comes out sooner, like it just it didn't it didn't entice me enough to buy it. Yeah, and I played the demo and I enjoyed the demo. It was cute and everything. I think if I had people around me who were playing it, where you know I could talk about it and kind of play it that way, I'd be more interested. But kind of just doing it completely solo is it's not enough for me to go back to that particular story and everything yeah i have i didn't play it the first time it came out i played um i played about three hours of explorers of the sky and i played about three hours of gates to infinity and neither really captured me uh or or whatnot 
All right, Nintendo, full disclosure, Nintendo did send me a copy of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. So I Oh, send that right over here. <laughs> then I will play it. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a chance uh, probably this week on Twitch. I'll probably stream a little bit of it and give it a chance. I'm actually curious what Pokemon it will sign me. That's the thing I'm most excited about. I mean, hey, if I you've never you played them, they're fun. they are fun to play the first time. We'll have coverage of it soon. I just have to, I just have to carve out some time to, to play it. But I have it, so. All right, last bit of news here is the Pokemon Go Battle League Season 1 will start between March 13th through April 30th. Uh, right now, you can either participate in Great, Ultra, or Master, uh, but Season 1 will kick off March 13th. You will be matched against players uh, similar to your level. You will get five matches each day. To keep battling, you need to walk uh, three kilometers to unlock the other five matches. Uh, you can spend coins if you don't want to walk, yada, yada, yada. And then there is a new event in, or a returning event in Pokemon Masters. Full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA. Greg and Will are not, but... <laughs> not with that attitude. Legendary event Lurking Shadow is back. Yep. They did a thing. You, I, I never played it the first time, Greg. So if there's if there's major differences here, I would love to know. But uh, for those, uh, there's not major differences. But they counted all the things that I had done before, except for two of them, as already complete. So when I logged in, I got the reward. They're learning. I was very happy. I'm like, I don't wow. want to go through this whole thing again. <laughs> and when I went in there, it was all checked off, and I'm like, well, it's about time. They made friends with you. If you don't know they what did. this is, they uh, brought back Giovanni and Mewtwo into Pokemon Masters. So if you have, if you missed it the first time, you now have a chance to get it. This is the first time they've repeated uh, a major event, I believe. That will run until March 15th. Uh, Red and Charizard, Eliza and Rotom run until the 16th. You log in between now and the 16th. You do get your 3,000 bonus gems for logging in during the, what did they call it? The Pokemon Day gem celebration. Can I say I hate, okay, the first one I like where I get the one thing, but the second one where it's like, if you miss a day, you go all the way back to one. Ugh, I hate that. Oh, the like seven day login or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess don't miss a day. Okay, I'm not, I, I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's back. That's it. That's, uh, that's, that's all the news this week. A little bit light. But, Will, do you have our Pokemon of the week? Wait, we don't have a question of the week? We're no, all, all questions next week. Oh, dag. Well, okay, dang. Sprung it on me. Of yeah, course I see. have a Pokemon of the week. But last week's Pokemon was a poem called Sunkern the Gothcorn Prince. And if that can give you the answer right there, I... Uh, so the clues from the poem were that Sunkern used to have the lowest combined stat total of all Pokemon, but it doesn't any longer. Um, the Pokemon that does have the lowest combined stat total has an ability that um, cannot be removed by Mummy, but can be removed by Wandering Spirit. Um, and there's a clue in the poem where it says, Ground has taken a lesson from the ocean. 
and that ability goes into effect uh, as long as your Pokemon is over level 20 and over 25% HP. Um, and that's pretty much all the clues you need. Now, come on. Who's the Pokemon? It's... Sunkern. Uh, it was not Sunkern. It's Wishy Washy. It's Wishy Washy. You are 100% correct. <laughs> Wishy Washy now has the lowest combined stat to base stat total of all Pokemon. There's actually somebody else also below between Wishy Washy and Sunkern. So they, they're slipping them in uh, all over the place. But yes, um, Wishy Washy's ability is called Schooling. Schooling. And uh, it's getting it's schooled. Stats dramatically change when it's in school form or solo form. Goes from yes. uh, solo form is base stat total 175, school form base stat total 620. And it can only activate that ability if it's over level 20 and over 25% HP. So once it drops below 25% HP, then it unschools. If it drops below 25%, but then, like, gets health back, does it reschool? Oh, I, do, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's good, a, good that's question. That's a test on your stream. Yeah, I guess, because I normally... Mr. Streamer. I normally see uh, just computer players use wishy-washy. I've never really seen, like, a uh, wishy-washy holding, like, a citrus berry or something. Oh, interesting. Somebody's got to try it. Somebody trivias? already has. Somebody knows. Uh, no, uh, just the you know the trivia of uh, you know one seventy five to six twenty based at total stuff. Nothing. Not a lot of trivia about Gen Seven Gen Eight Pokemon, really. Oh, dag nabbit! Well, I like what you watch a lot though. This this week's is going to have a whole lot of trivia. Maybe I'd never check that ahead of time. Right? You guys ready? I'm ready. Yep. You may not have realized this, but until you complete the full story of Pokemon Sword and Shield, there is no night. Your entire adventure exists solely in the daylight hours, no matter what time of day it actually is while you are playing. Why did they do this? They did this because they wanted to keep you from obtaining one of the best Pokemon ever designed. It isn't any of these Pokemon. Aurorus, Chimeco, Alolan Marowak, Gliscor, Obstagoon, Alolan Raticate, Lycanroc, Weavile, or Frostmoth. Why are there so many dark types that evolve only at night, with high friendship? Why did Game Freak keep us from obtaining this Pokemon until the game was over? I suppose you could find one at the Lake of Outrage. You can't get there, though, until later in the game, and there has to be a sandstorm going on at the time. This week's Pokemon shares its ability with its psychic cousin, although it is mostly super effective against that dude. All right, there you go. That's enough clues for all of you guys. <laughs> is it? Sure. Frostmoth? No, it's not Frostmoth. Aw, Frostmoth is my favorite. I thought uh, Snom was your favorite. I like Snom, too. They're all my favorite. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, we, we didn't really take this in consideration, or maybe we did and I cut it. I, I cut a lot of stuff from last week's episode because it was so long. Yeah. You're making us sound bad with your edits. No, 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 We all know. Release the director's cut. So for the Pokemon of the year, the thing we didn't really talk about is the amount of Pokemon that were split. So, like, for example, in Kanto... 
There were uh, there are 151 Pokemon to vote on, but in but in Kalos, there's only like 78 Pokemon to vote on. So does that give Greninja just an unfair advantage because there's less? What do they call that in in politics, where like a third party like splits the vote? But uh, no, a, a like, spoiler. But like, there's a bunch of useless but, Pokemon that were taking away no, votes yeah, from Charizard. But no, but but it's it's I think it was like the overall number of votes, right? Right. Because you could vote every day. Mm-hmm. So in each section, like you could go in each section. You didn't have to vote in each section. That's true. So. If it was mandatory, I would say yes. If it was mandatory to vote in each section, but it wasn't because there were fewer to pick from. There doesn't mean like if you look at the numbers they put out underneath how many people voted for those. Clearly, a lot of people went in there and clicked on that one, where like they didn't for all of Unova because Unova only starts at fifty thousand votes. Yeah, you know, and so, Unova has one hundred and fifty-six right. Pokemon to vote so, for. Did it play a factor? Maybe. Like, there's a lot of choices to go in that area, so people would have had more to choose from. But if they didn't like any in that section, they wouldn't vote for that section. Because it wasn't like you had to complete each one. You could have just gone into Kanto and clicked on Charizard and done none of the others, and that would have counted. Yeah, that's true. So I don't, I mean, I don't think it played a a big enough factor to say that, you know, it's Greninja came out on top because it split the vote like that because there were so few in that generation. Like that's I don't think that's a factor that people looked at. Um, I think it was much more of a I'm sure there was some people that thought they had to vote for everything and they got to Gen 6 and they were like, I don't know, um, Greninja, because I don't know who else I like in this gen. Maybe. Uh, it, it, that's sort of a hard thing to quantify, I right. think. I think it's hard to say, yeah, absolutely. But if you look at the raw votes, they just they just came out with way more votes. Pure numbers-wise, like, there was a lot more. We'll be back next week. Hey! We'll be back for the big one next week. Woo-hoo-hoo. The big 400. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't done so already and you want to keep up to date, uh, at PKMNCast on Twitter, at PKMNCast on YouTube, at PKMNCast on Twitch, at PKMNCast on Instagram. They're all they're all there. They're all easy easy to find. Uh, and in the show notes that you just click and then click and then the follow. Um, Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Uh, we will be back next week. Thank you if you review if you reviewed us in Apple Podcasts. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. If you uh, subscribed on Patreon, thank you for the, your money. Uh, <laughs> most appreciated. <laughs> but we will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super sanitize and wash your hands, everybody. Wash them again. You didn't wash them good you enough. You didn't wash them long enough. To do it 20 again. 20 seconds.
There's a there's a list of musical choruses you can sing the last 20 seconds. This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers, and some of those people paid money to get their name read at the end of this show. A huge thank you to Alex, Courtney, Jetsy, Casey, Catherine, Kay, Kevin, Liam, Matthew, Noah, Patrick, Riton, and Sejanis. And a shout out to our executive producer of Anthony. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to the easier to remember domain, ise.cash. Super easy to remember because money exchanges hands and ISE is short for the podcast. Uh, also, shout out to Nick, who does all the music for the show. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. This was new. Hey, it was different. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for supporting the show and listening. Really, really, truly appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye.